This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Man, does that feel really good to say, but I got to admit, <laughs> I am burning up right now. It is hot out here for a pimp. Golly. So we are back. Yes, Wade says he's back. Pooh Bear did say, man, I've missed that beat. I got to be a little honest. Uh, I got, got kind of got a little emotional when I heard the beat drop, like my name's Little Wayne. Uh, but yes, we are back. John Patton, our good mortgage lender, says you're a beast. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. We are back. We are back. couple days off. Your boy got uh, tested positive for COVID. Um, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> the first two days kind of kicked my ass a little bit. Uh, but shout out to Pooh Bear. He was like a over, you know, a protecting brother with his old ass. <laughs> Our producer Pooh Bear, Blake. Oh, can't live without you, Blake. <laughs> See the, the I talk all this shit because they can, well they can come up here and talk, but they don't. Uh, but shout out to everybody. We are back. If you didn't hear, 
Um, yeah, we're, I got tested positive Sunday for COVID, but we're back. Uh, still feeling a little under the weather, uh, still hot and cold, but we're going to push through it. We're going to have a good show. We're going to go through the rest of the week. So today, t- today, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we will be here. We're going to make this up. We're going to push through as much as we can uh, to get back through this week. We got a lot to get into. So a huge show uh, in store for you tonight. I will announce that tomorrow on Believe in Saints, the Believe in Saints podcast, we will be having Lance Moore, former Saints wide receiver Lance Moore, along with my co-host Terrence Copper, joining us around 8.15 or so. So be on the lookout for that. Be very, very fun. Uh, But tonight's show, tonight's show, we got a lot to talk about. Dan Fitzgerald, LSU's uh, uh, assistant baseball coach, is on his way to Kansas to hook up with Dorothy and the Flying Monkeys. Um, And what was the – Pooh Bear, was the Wicked West of the East, right? Or the Wicked Witch of the West. Wicked Witch of the East. Whichever one, that's where Dan Fitzgerald's going as he's going off to Kansas – now, it was announced today, Kendall Rogers broke the news. Uh, so we do have a lot of things like that we have to talk about, but none bigger. Oh, I can't believe it. Can you believe the day that we come back, a week ago to the day, we came on this platform and we talked about John, Governor John Bell Edwards signing the NIL bill that would allow LSU to do things that they weren't able to do before. Now there's no excuses legitimately no excuses so everybody that wants to talk about how far behind louisiana was them getting in it let me i will break all this down which will go into rafino's rants i will give some of my knowledge about state government um and what it takes to do what Louisiana and LSU just pulled off. Do you think legislatures would really have passed this NIL bill if it wasn't pushed from Scott Woodward, uh, President William Tate IV, Kim Mulkey, and other coaches? You're a damn fool if you believe that. Oh, we're behind. Dog, that's not how this works. I know you think you know how it works. That's not how government and politics works. I'm going to break that down in the Rafino's rants and how Brian Kelly and company have gotten really innovative in some things. Um, Maybe we'll pull a little bit behind the curtain, uh, but I'll tell you a couple of things uh, that we're hearing for sure. Carter the Power Bryant from LSU Power Hour joins us at 7.30. Going to be good to have him on here. Hopefully he talks the whole time so I can give my my voice a rest, you know. Um, This COVID is not going to fight, you know, it's going to fight to come back. We're not going to allow it. Uh, and you got any thoughts, concerns, questions, hashtag Ask Blake. We'll get to them, and then I'll give you my College World Series predictions. So a lot of good stuff to get into tonight. A lot of good stuff to talk about. Uh, but let's get to a couple comments first, though, before we get started. Chance Babin says, USM scored six runs all postseason against anyone not named LSU. We need pitching. Well, guess what? You're got. You're getting it. <laughs> you're getting it. Uh, Tyson says, hope you get better prayers for you and your family. Thank you. Yeah, my wife, luckily, my pregnant wife and my son, Ben, have not shown symptoms yet. Um, And I hope that they don't. So that's really good news. Uh, Kelly says, glad to see you back. Glad to be back. 
Uh, Jason Brumfield says, if you need me to be your angry translator for your Rafino's rants while you're under the weather, I'm down. Yeah, I mean, look. Look, I told Pooh Bear that he could come out here and uh, and he could have done the shows Monday and Tuesday while I was off. But he was like, you know, Mr. Blake, I can't do that. And I was like, stop, first off, stop calling me Mr. Blake. Second off, you know, no, he, he couldn't do it. But we would have allowed him. Maybe next time. Uh, Ann Marshall says, let's go from the Golden Boot Podcast. Colby Allen says, what up, Blake? Bought my season tickets for football about a month ago. Hope to see you in Death Valley. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get there. I'm, I'm sure we'll get there. Andrew Martin says, beat COVID like Notre Dame beat Tennessee this past weekend. Oh, dude. Pooh Bear. Let me say this. Um, you can't flip off people in sports and think you're going to get away with it. You can't troll like Lane Kiffin. This is why Lane Kiffin will never win a natty. Because the sports gods, if you're Tennessee, if you're the volunteers, they won't allow you to do stuff like that. Now, it was cool when Miami did it, but when Miami did it, when it was time to be serious, back in the 80s and 90s, when Miami, when the Hurricanes did it, they were able to do it because they, when it was time to get serious, they could deliver and they got serious. You want to talk that, as, as a great poet once said, you want to talk stuff, you want to run your mouth, you want some gangsters outside of your house, we will set this thing off. If you're going to have that type of mentality, then you better bring it and don't be like, oh, my booty hurts. Like your little Nas X. <laughs> that... <laughs> All right, all right. Back like we never left. Back like we never left. That was kind of an inside joke a little bit to for me. <laughs> I never mind though. I ain't going. <laughs> never mind. Chris English says, let's go. Nurse Court says, Blake, hope you're feeling better. Yeah, we're feeling a little bit better. I will tell you though, don't judge me because as you see, I don't really wear my vintage LSU gear. You see, I got my vintage LSU gear on today. Uh, because, uh, but it helps with the sweat. Um, but man, I'm, I am like dripping. That's what she said. Um, but I, I mean, like literally it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> the views express. I mean, can I cancel my own self? The views express. Pooh Bear says the views express dot, dot, dot. Well, I don't know if I can cancel my own self, but if I can, that was a, that was really, really, <laughs> really bad. All right, let's get this thing started, though. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Everybody, so many of you are watching us on Facebook right now. Do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those Facebook groups. Share to all of your Facebook pages. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. We greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to us on XM Radio or wherever you listen to podcasts, do us a favor, rate, review, subscribe, all that great stuff there as well. Got some huge news coming up over the next couple of weeks, something that you all will want to subscribe to, uh, subscribe to. We'll be giving you more information from behind the scenes of what's going with all things LSU athletics and more, maybe even doing some Saints and some Pelican stuff too, and we'll dabble into some recruiting. So be on the lookout for that in the next couple of weeks. Really excited for it. All right. <sighs> 
I can't breathe well. <laughs> COVID messes with your lungs, they say. Can't really breathe that well. All right. Let's do this, though. Let's pay these bills, and then we'll get started. None better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons and BetOnline.ag. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B L. E-A-V, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, mono chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. Pooh Bear says I'm killing him. But... I'm not trying to. I, I look, man. I just I'm trying to be a funny guy, you know. I try to I try to be a funny guy. You know, it's all fun and humor. It's all guys. We just try to, you know, be funny. <laughs> little Nas X, poor little Nas X. All right, let's get this thing started, law. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Yeah, I, I'm feeling a little bit better. Hey, buddy. Chase. You got Chase. Uh-huh. Chase is on the case. You want me to show him? Uh-huh. Ben's got Chase. All right. Go find mommy, okay? Love you. <laughs> Everybody that can't see us, that's my son, Ben. Uh, as we're all, the, all the Rafinos are quarantining inside the house today. All right, so huge news today. So we do have some breaking news, obviously, if you didn't see it. <laughs> Governor John Bell Edwards from the state of Louisiana signed a bill today. And look, I'm not... I don't want this show to be where I read a bucket list of things off of everything in the new NIL bill. I can do that. I, maybe some people would argue that I should do that. But I also think it's your right and you should go read it and get an in, interpretation of the law and everything going on with NIL for your own self. But I will give you some small bullet points of what's going on. So he signed a new or amended NIL bill today that went into effect immediately after the signature. So it's a huge day for LSU. And not just LSU, guys. It's a huge, huge day for LSU. and I mean, LSU. For schools around the state of Louisiana. I think for me, the biggest thing is that if someone like an Alabama or if someone, and we talked about this a little bit in Twitter spaces, and I gave a preface, and I know that the guys at the Golden Boot talked about it as well. Um, the biggest thing for me, guys, is the public records request. Because let me tell you what I know for a fact is going on behind the scenes. Okay, behind the scenes, 
teams like Alabama, A&M, and others, and LSU is doing it as well, are filing public records requests to other universities to find out how much kids are making through NIL. Now, let me tell you what happens in this process. You meet with a kid. Y'all come to an agreement. You sign a contract. You goes to the school. When the school has it, they have to approve it. Just make sure that they're in compliance with state law and the NCAA, and then it's formally approved, right? That's pretty much the process. So the school has a copy of the contract, which makes it at that point a public record, right? A lot of teams and a lot of people were filing for public records requests and finding out how much kids were making. Bryce Young was a victim of that, um, which some people started calling Saban out because they had proof that Bryce Young did not make seven figures on the first day of name, image, and likeness. Saban lying. Who would have thought about that? Oh, no, Saban went to Texas and started lying, and now they're mad at Jimbo and all this kind of stuff. And we'll get to Jimbo wanting Saban to be suspended and fined. We'll get to that in a minute. But this is about the state of Louisiana and how huge it is. Guys, sometimes people and business owners and players don't need to, don't have to, and don't want you to know what's in a contract. It's none of your business what that player's making. We have in our society, okay, this misconceived notion in sports that we have to know what players are making. Now, I understand why in some of it in pro sports, when it comes to a salary, it's a big deal or a signing bonus because there is a salary cap. Therefore, I understand it and why it's being reported. Like, I I fully understand that when there's a salary cap. But the, the craziest thing for me has always been John from State Farm. You know, we're, Pooh Bear, there's not a market for a, a for someone to start sources. John Madden of State Farm Hammond, Louisiana, just signed a contract for $102,000 a year. Nobody gives a shit about that. Nobody. I think that that was probably the biggest thing. Some will say, and some can argue, and I don't disagree, now schools are able to help and and facilitate, and I don't want to say line things up, but help line things up for the student athlete. See, before, the student athlete would go to the compliance, and there were specific questions that they couldn't get answered. Now they can. Now they can. Nobody said it was wrong to do it in recruiting in the state of Louisiana either. Here's my here's my argument, and finally we can put it to rest. Hopefully we can put it to rest. Probably not, though. Probably during recruiting season, there's going to be people freaking out. Guys, one of these days I'll tell you a lot more about myself, but here's the main point that I want to hit home with all of you. With my experience with the state, with my experience with things that I've done in my past. Nothing wrong, just talking about work and what I've done for a living before AYS was launched. Things in the state, in the legislature, do not get passed. Do not get this much pressure unless it's coming from the outside. I will promise you this, state representative so-and-so from Lake Charles or Hammond, or Baton Rouge, or wherever, 
doesn't know what the head coach of LSU needs to be able to facilitate an NIL and what he's up against and the challenges that they are up against when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to name, image, and likeness across the country. They have no idea. The notion, the simple notion that we thought Brian Kelly, Kim Mulkey, Jay Johnson, shout out to Jay Johnson. Guys, there's things I'm hearing about Jay and recruiting right now. The man's a stone cold killer. I mean, when he walks out of a room, glass breaks. And all of a sudden you hear, and you're hoping you don't get a kick to the midsection and get stone cold stunnered. It's always been a naive notion, always, that people thought that people in politics would know what a head coach needs. The AD might, but guys, nobody knew. Oh, LSU's behind. Okay. Well, if you want some news, the war chest is coming. Talking with multiple people that are in the game, that have been a part of the game, and will now contribute more, you you better get ready. The, the, the problem that I think that all of you, or some of you, not all of you, excuse me, some of you who believe that LSU has been behind in pushing for things in NIL, it's what you want to believe that's the problem without looking in the facts. So how did LSU raise $45 million in the fiscal year last year, and then how did they, oh, wait, make another fifty? So, wait, Scott Woodward raised $40 million himself? Interesting. What did Jimbo say the guy was on the message board? Sliced bread, A&M, raised $30 million. And then LSU releases a statement that they raised $40 million in the last fiscal year for athletics. Oh, oh, oh. And by the way, remember the president of the university that not a lot of people were, or a lot of people were skeptical about, William Tate the Fourth. Remember the deal he did with Our Lady of the Lake that might clear your ass in the NCAA. See, COVID's making me throw some punches now. That might clear you with the NCAA. LSU athletics getting sixty million dollars. What do you think that was about? The university giving the school sixty million dollars for athletics. Some of that's going to go to the PMAC. Some of that's going to go to Elish, or, or Alec Box. Some of that's going to go to Death Valley. Not $60 million worth of it. So in one year, Scott Will was able to do something, two things, raise $150 million. A third of that coming from boosters. Some of that obviously had to go to Orgeron and his staff, and I understand that. Guys, it's going to be fine. Stop selling a fear-mongering notion that's not true. But I promise you this, and one day I will let the gloves completely fly off and swing like my, like my name's Mike Tyson with, the up, with uppercuts galore like we're playing Fight Night 3. You better be careful when you say things that you don't know about and you don't have experience in because the state of Louisiana and politics are very, can be very vile. 
you think that that man, you think you really believe after everything that's going on in this world that they just did it themselves. It's a sad day, dog. It's a sad day. All right. Let's get to a couple of these before we get to Carter the Power Bryant. Um, Brody Dupree sends 499 via Super Chat. Says, sup, Blake. Have you heard any names on the new assistant opening? I have not. I got to be honest. Um, <laughs> about, what was it, Pooh Bear, two hours ago? I told Pooh that we're going we're going live. I didn't even know. I I have not made phone calls this week other than today making some phone calls around the legislature in reference to um things. So, no, I have not. I'll get on that baseball assistant thing, but shout out to Dan Fitzgerald. Um Pooh Bear says state sponsored stripper Blake Hey, now. Hey, now. Aunt Marshall says, from the business owner's viewpoint, I don't want my competition knowing what I'm paying a player so they can uh, come and pay more and steal my deal. Well, here's another thing, and let me throw this, and I think Aunt's just a 1,000% spot on here. If you're a business owner that has other uh, has that same business but it's in multiple places, okay, meaning – even if your business was founded in Baton Rouge, but you have multiple business being opening in other places, maybe a restaurant, maybe a dealership. Maybe if you're opening up a dealership in, in Tuscaloosa, maybe you don't want people in Tuscaloosa knowing that you got four NIL deals with kids from LSU. I know a lot of people freak out about C.J. Stroud. But, see, here's the thing. People don't read. People look at the clips, right? What did C- Pooh Bear, what did C.J. Stroud get, like a G-Wagon or a Mercedes, whatever it was? I-, I forget what C.J. Stroud got, what type of vehicle he got. Guys, it's a lease. <laughs> C.J. Stroud's vehicle it's worth $200,000. They're leasing it to him. They didn't pay for it outright. Oh, look at Ohio State. It's a six-month lease. Yeah, they're spending really big money. So-and-so got a Lamborghini. It's a lease. You can pay for anything for six months. <laughs> God bless. God bless. As Aunt Marshall says on the Golden Boot, the Google is free. I do Google a lot of things, though. I do Google a lot of things. Uh, Mark says the boss is in the building. If you're talking about Ben Rafino, that is true. If I have to um, listen to Baby Shark doo, 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 one more time this week. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to scream. I'm going to scream. But I think that it's really, really good for LSU for everything that's going on. 
Uh, but Pooh Bear said it was $200,000 G-Wagon. Father A Bear says, sorry you had to listen to Baby Shark two billion times. That had to be worse than catching COVID. Ha, ha, ha. No, no, no. Uh, Carter, the power of Brian, who's joining us in a minute, he called me. And he goes, you know, he calls me, and I hope Carter knows this is a joke. I think he does. I'm sure he's around the chat somewhere. Uh, he goes, I answer the phone, go, hello. And he goes, ha, ha. You know that great laugh he's got? And he goes, how you feeling, big guy? And I go, Carter, this is worse than January 2012 when LSU got beat by Bama. <laughs> it's true. Oh, look, and look. They starred this one for me. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Tiger, the Tiger King's here. The Tiger King is here. All right, we got a lot more to talk about with LSU. Don't think I forgot about Jimbo wanting Nick to be suspended. We're going to get to that too. But right now, we got to get to Carter the Power Bryant. So let's pay these bills. Let's talk about our good friends over at Grant Co. My good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm. Call the Power Bryant right here next on AYS. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back. Carter the Power Bryant is in the building. What's up, my buddy? How are you? Blake, how are you? Lovely evening. Uh, good to see you almost back. I mean, you're, you're at 60%, but 60% of Blake is like 120% of like everyone else. Your energy is where I, I expected it to be. I love seeing you fight through this like a champion. I'm proud of you. Um, so let me tell you what I feel like. Um, have you ever seen this a movie? It's two guys, okay? They used to fight all the time. They used to hate one another, but they respected one another, okay? And one day, 
this guy's mentor died, okay? When this guy's mentor died, the guy that he used to fight with became his new mentor, okay? Flew him out to California, started training him, and next thing you know, he was winning all the fights. Well, I do feel like Rocky Balboa in Rocky Three, and you are my Apollo Creed. I got to be honest. Benjamin, don't you go away there right now. Go. My son's trying to pull out my internet. See, there are issues with COVID, though, Car- uh, Carter. This is crazy. So you're battling this dreaded virus. Your son decides, hey, let's be the most haywire kid of all time during this episode that you're trying to power through it. Look at you being a super dad and also being a super host. I'm proud of you, man. What? And this is something else. You're really brave. I don't think I could do this. You air your show on Facebook. I Facebook do. Is a, Facebook is a wild place, right? LSU Facebook is a whole different world uh, of, of species of human beings, right? Now, that's not – I mean, you have smart viewers on Facebook, but if you ever go into, like, one of these big Facebook groups, the funniest post of all time in there, there's always three of them. What time does the game start? <laughs> uh, Google.com! You don't even have to type in Google.com. You could say, hey, Siri, what time is he? You see like a thousand of those posts. And I'm like, oh, some really good LSU discourse is happening in here. My favorite so I, my favorite is uh, I saw uh, about a year ago is when is Jamal Adams? When is Jamal Adams coming back? And I was like, so I started reading the comments. They thought he was still on the team. Uh, oh, really? Like, oh, oh like, yes. Like on this team, <laughs> Jamal Adams. Like, j- like thirty three, like Jamal Adams. Okay, but but look at this. I got to shout out Pierce right here. Okay, I, I just made the connection. Right, uh, it's just tiger droppings, basically, uh, essentially to some uh, extent. LSU Facebook, that's great, man. Well, we but- almost had a a, a big boo boo because Ben was about two inches away from pulling the internet out, and we would have been oh, in some ben. deep. Deep what, manure, what? deep, deep then, manure. Then I would have had to fly solo. That would have been no. Pooh Bear, I would have texted Pooh Bear, get your ass up in there and talk to Carter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have done. Get up in there until I can figure this internet thing out. All right, let's talk some LSU. Carter, I've been out what feels like an eternity, but LSU. Wow. So Governor John Bell Edwards of the state of Louisiana signed the NIL bill today. Um, some people are still discrediting this, but my argument is being around that world and not giving too many details, things like that in the state don't get done without coaches and ADs pushing for it. So, which right. means to tell me that they have a plan of, of attack when you saw it pass today, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's obviously good for recruiting. It's also good for the players. Now, I don't know like the ins and outs of everything that was passed today, right? Like, I mean, I, I, I'm just not interested on reading every last line of every last, you know, bill because I'm not smart enough to read it. My, 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 I don't know about you, Blake. Whenever I'm reading like a document, I, my mind just is like, God, rather be doing like pretty much everything else on the planet than this. But essentially speaking, this is good, right? Because look, for for me, it, it's better to get out in front of it because it does help the name, image, and likeness narrative for LSU. Because for whatever reason, and Blake, you've been probably the loudest speakerphone on this uh, megaphone, whatever you want to call it. 
about LSU being behind on name, image, and likeness. Not really. And also, let me throw this out to everybody. Yes, recruiting has changed. I spoke to a recruiting analytics guy that I trust a lot who does a lot of deep dives on official visit data and how accurate official visit data tells you where a recruit is going to go. Uh Um, I reached out to him and I said, look, what what, what can you tell me about Jaden Rashada and his official visits? He's like, hey, I want to let you know uh, everything's changed as far as name, image, and likeness, as far as like things that he tracks. So, you know, any name, image, and likeness thing that's happening right now, a lot of people are going to lose money. A lot of people aren't going to see ROI on giving under $50,000 to a defensive tackle that never plays, or even if it's $50,000, right? Or $25,000 to a guy who might never play. It's not good, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not name, image, and likeness in the spirit of it. So even let's just say theoretically, Blake, LSU was way behind on it. A lot of people don't have this figured it out now. Nobody does because it is still so early in the name, image, and likeness era. Let me say let me say this. I don't think that we've had enough time to see the ROI. Let me explain. Okay. You mean to tell me that the guy that gave two million dollars uh, hypothetically to Tech Stadium's recruiting class, that the investment for him is not winning a natty. Okay. In investment can be like it doesn't have to be money to money transaction from the investment to pay off for the guy giving the money. Right? So example, I might purchase a building. I might live in this building or this house my entire life. I, when I die, I might not ever see the money for it, but I paid for it this entire time. It might go down the road to somewhere else or for something else. My, my whole thing is, Duke, though, Carter, is you see things like the player's lounge. You see car dealerships, attorneys getting involved. Well, last time I checked, Attorneys write contracts. Right. Okay. And who are you going to trust more? The guy that gave you money when you had none? Or are you going to trust the guy that's wanting to give you the big money now because you're something? So I I, I think I think that there are some things that this does help. Okay. And look, man, let's just be honest. I will pay money because I'm already paying money to some extent for LSU to win an Addy. Like I, I, I you, you know, like I, I don't I, uh, look. I would. <laughs> I'm not. I was going to say I'd go through COVID again, but no, I no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go through COVID again for 19 season, but I might, Carter. Right. I might, but my yeah. thing, but my thing is, is I think that this puts. I, I don't think that the representatives of the state knew specifically what they needed to target for football without Brian Kelly telling them. Yeah. And look, uh, as LGZ points out, LSU coaches assist players and educating players on name, image, and likeness deals. Right. Not only that, like, as name, image, and likeness develops, I think it's going to be very important for the players in our circle. So not exactly the players themselves. They're 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. Uh, it's very important for people in those inner circles to give them good financial literacy, right, on how to use this money. And that's going to be key, right? And I do want to bring this up, okay? This is a player that I found to be very interesting, and I know this is like a little bit of a side topic, but this Darren Lee or Deron Lee, I haven't got the correct pronunciation of his name. So he's a four-star defensive lineman 
who someone crystal balled to LSU. And he's going through Ball's official visit. I found something really fascinating about this kid, Blake. I looked at his Twitter account. Did you see this? This this blew my mind. He said, hey, I don't want any name, image, or likeness deals. I'm worried about getting to the NFL to make real money. He tweeted something out like that. And I was like, God, that's the kid I want on, on my team. Yeah, and, uh, and I, uh, Trey Holly said that echoed the same exact thing. But I did not see that from him. I got to be honest. I was yeah, I was I, fighting I, the demons. I, I started doing some research on the kid uh-huh. um, because someone brought up in the live stream, hey, this guy got crystal ball to LSU. And I think Ohio State and a few others are in the running. And he still has some official visits to go through. He just had his LSU official visit. And, you know, as a player, he's really interesting. He plays all the positions on the defensive line, which – you know, Blake, as well as I do, that's really hard to do. That's Aaron right? Donald. Yeah, yeah. Like you, like I mean, if you can zero, do that, that it's a, Aaron Donald. Yeah, he plays a zero. He plays uh, a five. He does it all, man. And he's very interesting. And you know, Ohio State's after him, as you know. Ohio State's defensive line reputation is probably the best in the country right now. So it's going to be hard to beat them out for this guy. But man, I if Jamar Kane lands him, it's it's interesting and. Once again, that kid in and of himself is a good player, but I found what he said about name image likeness to be interesting. Now, of course, he's going to be good. He's going to get name image likeness deals, but I think there will be a difference between the players that don't get caught up in name image likeness and they focus in on what they have to do to be great. And if you do that, more name image likeness will come and obviously in a big NFL contract or if you're not good enough to make it in the NFL, CFL contract, uh, you, you can, you know, take care of your family for a long time playing football if you get those contracts. Right. I agree. Now let's move on the field and stop talking some NIL stuff. Um, Carter, I, I got to be blunt here, okay? Um, I, I know that we talk about this because I look. I went back and watched this spring game at at, at nauseum this week while I'm just sitting right. here doing absolutely nothing. Um, I think LSU offensively has a lot of talent, a lot of talent. They have a lot of athletic talent inside at at guard with Traymond Shorts and Miles Frazier. But I got to tell you something, man, that worries me just a little bit. Man, we don't have a lot of statistics returning, meaning you just don't have a lot of guys returning. Because, look, you can look at wide receiver, and let's take Kayshawn Booty out for just a minute. There's not any production returning to to an elite extent. When you see a team that's this talented offensively and has the talent, but they don't have the numbers to back it or guys that have the experience – What does that normally tell you when you see something like that? Yeah, so let's talk about the offensive line, all right? So uh, for those that watched my live stream last night, this is going to sound like a thing all over again. But not only was the offensive line very inconsistent when it comes to blocking, LSU's wide receivers didn't block well at all last year. Jack Besh was a really, really good blocker. There were some flashes of excellence from some of the others, but – there was a lot of inconsistency with LSU's wide receiver blocking. And that hurt the running game a lot more than what I initially thought, Blake. And the hard thing about, you know, looking at wide receiver blocking is that you're not focusing on them as blockers. And oftentimes they're blocking away from the play, but it just wasn't good. And, 
you saw some of that in the spring game as well. So, you know, the next step, obviously, is getting everyone to block more consistently. And I know this drove you crazy, Blake, when you saw the film. What really frustrated me about LSU's running game is there would be plays where everything was perfectly blocked, but one person misses their assignment. One person gets blown up on the play. And what is going to be fascinating next year, Blake, is LSU had two really good offensive linemen last year. Austin Deculus was really good. You have backed him up on this channel. And uh, Ed Ingram was very good. Now, he had some lows. He had some rough spots. But for the most part, Ed Ingram was really elite, especially in that Texas A&M game at the end of the year. Agreed. The the other three spots were not great. They were not great. And that's where we're going to have to find answers. Do you trust Will Campbell to start at left tackle? Let me ask you that, Blake. Do you feel comfortable starting him at left tackle? Do I feel comfortable starting him? No. Yeah, day one. No. You don't want him. You don't want him to start. So you would you would prefer Cam Wire to start? No, no. I wouldn't prefer Cam Wire. I would prefer. I, what? Let me let me explain. I would rather you have experience there to where if he needed to ah, sit, okay. where okay. you. He, Carter, here you're playing. You're starting him for two reasons. Okay, you're starting him out of necessity, and you're starting him because he's extremely talented. Okay, right. but look, when it's third and seven and the game's on the line, and Will Anderson's across the line from him, no, I don't have faith right now. Yeah. Do I believe that Will Campbell will be an All American when he leaves LSU? Yes. Do I think he's a first round pick potential? Yes. Do I think he could be an Andrew Whitworth clone? Yes. He's not ready for Will Anderson. And people yeah. laugh at that. Oh, Blake's a homer. No, dog. He's a freshman. But to right. answer your question, no, I wouldn't want him starting. I would want somebody to be there so he can learn. But if he if he won the job, that's another thing other than starting him out of necessity. Yeah, and that's going to be the big thing, right? So I went back and, and looked at Cam Wire's like left tackle season last year. And it I, I thought it was going to, and I'm just being honest, I like Cam a lot. I thought it was going to be a little bit better than I thought, and it wasn't. And what really hurt him was a, going up against the better players. So you brought up Will Anderson, and Alabama's got another great edge player, Dallas Turner. If there was a draft of edge players, uh, Will Anderson would go number one in the SEC, and I'd probably take Dallas Turner or Ojolari number two, right? Mm-hmm. And Dallas Turner really gave Cam Wire a lot of issues in that game last year. So, well, and Chris he, said that Will Anderson plays on the right side or doesn't play or plays on the right tackle, though. But Chris, he moved multiple times against Cincinnati. Carter, you broke the film down. Yeah, and and that's the thing. It's not just Will, like Dallas Turner is really good. Like Dallas Turner is really really special, and he was actually just as good in really big spots. So he had a big sack in the national championship game. He um, for instance, the final Hail Mary play of the game versus Alabama. Max actually threw a really good Hail Mary. We had a chance on it. It wouldn't have counted because Cam Wire held or I think face masked Dallas Turner. So, you know, as far as like Will Campbell starting next year, like you said, Blake, it's going to be out of necessity. I, I don't see another left tackle on the field. And I know there's a lot of people that are, you know, reserved about starting a true freshman left tackle. Um, we saw what happened at the end of the year with Garrett Dellinger at left tackle versus Texas A&M. Um, it, it, was, it was really rough. Wasn't his fault. He kind of just had to do it. And this is what's going to be key as far as, like, recruiting this position. A big part of offensive line as with any other position is recruiting, right? 
not only do you have to land players, you got to develop them, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure when LSU brought in, like, let's say a Marcus Dumerville, they thought he'd be ready to start year two at tackle. He's a really good build for tackle, and he, he's probably going to play a lot next year. He, he played quite a bit, you know, in overload sets last year, and he was fine. But I'm not sure if he is a starting left tackle. Uh, it's really, really hard to find those guys. And to make a lot of LSU fans feel better, we normally think of Alabama as an offensive line uh, powerhouse. Their offensive line was bad last year. Bryce Young made them look a lot better. And guess what, Blake? They're still bad. They are still bad. And they missed a lot. The Brockermeyer kid's not really doing anything. And Latham's okay. And those were the two best tackles coming out of that Doomerville class. Mm -hmm. So it's not just LSU struggling to try and find who their best offensive line is. It's going to be hard. I mean, I know Georgia's offensive line is really good. I know it hurts you as much as it hurts me that their best offensive line is from Van New Orleans. Right. Yeah, and that sucks. But, you know, th- there's there's a lot of guys struggling right now to fill holes on the offensive line. And Marshall says, he says, with all due respect, who on our team is ready for Will Anderson? And, well, let me let me throw this out there. Austin Deculus didn't give up a sack to him. That one and a half sacks that uh, Will Anderson had was the one that Max scrambled and he ran Max down and he tripped him up. Or he just tripped over a blade of grass knowing Max, and they were, gave him the sack. And the other one was when they put him on um, – who was the left uh, – who was the right guard a season ago? Uh, Chasen Hines. And if you remember, Chasen Hines got obliterated um, like me on an Oreo, and then he got a sack. So, I, look, I, I, the reason I say that is because when you have experience at tackle, you know who had the most experience at tackle last year? Georgia. Who won? My, my, point, my point is – is when you I don't want a true freshman starting at left tackle. If he's going to start, I, there's four other positions I would rather him start other than left tackle. I right. would rather him start at center before he starts at left tackle. And trust me, I played that position for a long time. It's a lot easier going up against and getting help from because Carter, here's the thing. Left tackle is the only position historically that nine times out of ten you're on an island. If you're at guard, if you're at center, if you're at the right guard or right tackle, especially with a right-handed quarterback, you're going to get some protection help, right? Yeah. Whether it be a chip, whether it be somebody shading over, you're going to get you're going to get some form of help. So, yes. Now, let me kick it over to you in reference to other positions outside the offensive line. Let's go. Okay, wide receiver and running back. I understand that the talent's there at wide receiver. I got to be honest. Running back a little bit is starting to scare me in reference to um, not the talent, but can they put it together? Because there has to – Carter, I feel like there has to be a fine line somewhere where talent versus can they do it. Um, When you look at that position more, leaning more to the running back, what do you think about that position? Yeah, so you know what's funny, Blake? Yesterday, I went through and looked at every run Armani Goodwin had last year. And then I went back and looked at every run Armani Goodwin had in the spring game. And it's amazing how much improvement he had from some of the runs he had last year to this year, right? And that obviously gets me very excited. You know, he finished his runs a lot stronger uh, than what he did last year. He pushed piles forward uh, versus... You know, good linebackers like uh, Mike Jones. And 
He's very interesting, right? Mm. But, you know, Trey Bradford, I like a lot. Still, this is going to be the John Emery show. And John Emery has a really high floor if he's healthy, if he's available. Now, notice floor and ceiling are two different things, right? Blake, there's never been a four-year running back at LSU that stayed four years in the modern era that did not turn out to be successful or did not turn out to play at least two years in the NFL. Every single one of them that stayed four years or more have Shout out to Terrence McGee, by the way. Yes, Terrence McGee, right? Now, let me ask you this. Did Terrence McGee have more raw talent than John Emery? No comment. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know I know it's your guy, okay? But Terrence McGee was a really good player. But and yes, he the, does. Yeah, the number one thing Terrence McGee did, though, was he was available. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Brissett, he was available. Darrell Williams, he was available. And you saw what that did for those three young men, right? Brissett didn't make it in the NFL. Terrence McGee made i think uh, he played like five or six years but yeah he he played three years on practice squads and made 650k so that's really good uh uh, you know considering where he was and then uh you know the most important thing is just being there right and if everything stays in order for john emory and he's just there and he plays knowing his athletic profile knowing that he's entering the prime years of his athleticism he is going to be fine Right. Mm. It would be the biggest. And I I really I really say this, you know, just looking at data. uh, If John Emery is not decent next year, it would be the most surprising uh, bust I've ever seen or just non-factor per se. Bust is a strong word. But I, I, I still believe in John Emery just simply because if you stay four years, you have your head on straight and you play hard and you show up, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. The key, though, is the blocking, like you mentioned a minute ago, in the scheme. And are we going to run counter? What kind of runs are we going to do? So that's going to be the most important thing for the running back position going into next year and pass protection. John Emery has had some really bad lapses in pass protection in the past. If he gets that fixed, he'll be fine. This is the biggest thing for the running back position. It has nothing to do with him, really. Um, this is what people don't see versus maybe like what I or you see, okay? The they're they're running zone blocking schemes, but they're different. Jake uh, uh Jake Peets wanted the offensive lineman to get side to side and get side push, okay? Versus getting more vertical. Right. First off, it's the stupidest thing of all time. Versus if you watch now, like in the spring game, hey big dog, I'm going to give you one, one, maybe two good steps and a hard push on that one technique, and Big Daddy's going for Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Who? Okay, that is how you accomplish a running game and why Brian Kelly is so good. Right. John is a one-cut back, okay? We saw it against Alabama. If you give him one cut, he goes up a seam, watch out because it could be Reggie Bush-like. He can make some things happen. The production's not there for me, so which worries me. When I yeah. don't see something in the SEC, so for example, Carter, let me give an example. Last year, my my thing with Alabama was is I haven't seen their offensive line. The whole thing that I got hit with all all season was five five stars, five five stars. Well, shit, dog, they sucked. Okay, they were bad. So, yeah. right. So I mean, other than Evan Neal. 
Evan Neal wasn't that. Evan Neal was pretty decent. Right, it was it was good. Yeah, right, was okay, good. But, they weren't, but they weren't good overall. Correct. So, bottom line is, it worries me. I I want to get to quarterback, but because we're kind of cutting a little bit short on time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to save the quarterback and give you one more. Yeah, go ahead, man. This I know that you watch grades a lot and the analytical stats. Yeah. Seven Banks, Makai Garner, B, uh, uh, Bernard Converse, and Jay Ward, four, or, and Greg Brooks, graded out for, as a combination as PFF's best defensive backroom in the country. They're, I don't think that they are at the current moment. I still think that they goes yeah. to Mississippi State at the current moment. Brother, that's a lot of ta- That's a lot of experience. See, now it's different when you go to DB. Because you've seen yeah. them play. Carter, I'm starting to lean that this DB room might be a little bit better than I initially thought. Yeah, shout out to uh, Roderick. Uh, he says, who do you see st- uh, standing out at DB? So let, let's bring back, you know, me looking at all these Armani Goodwin clips, okay? You know, one guy that quietly had the best spring game, I'm saying better than Garrett Nussmeyer, better than anyone, was Jay Ward, right? So Agreed. So, so, so Jay Ward was a really bad tackler. Now, there were times where he was okay, but you know, you go look at the Ole Miss game and then you look at the Kansas State game. It, it was it, it was unwinnable. He was missing a lot of tackles. All Jay Ward did in the spring game, Blake, was make every single tackle. Mm-hmm. I don't think he missed one. And here's the funny thing about it: is a lot of them were open field tackles. And what's really interesting about that, and this is why people should really respect Jay Ward for doing this, is Brian Kelly's practices were different. They really rarely put people to the ground during the practices. Yeah, like he was chewing people out for doing it. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. Jay Ward, new defensive back coach, rough year tackling last year, comes out in the spring game and pitches a shutout as the safety who needs to be your most reliable tackler. That was really impressive to me. That lets me know that that kid put in a lot of work. And he had a lot of reasons to be sour, right? This was a guy who at the last hour flipped from Kentucky to LSU because of Ed Orgeron and Corey Raymond. Mm -hmm. Those guys were gone. Instead of pouting, instead of saying, oh, my God, I wasn't a good tackler last year, took it to heart, took it to the next level. And that's what you want. Those are guys that you can trust. And what's very interesting is all those names you mentioned are very fascinating players. You also factor in Major Burns. You factor in a lot of these other names. And the one thing is defensive back these last couple of seasons has been by far the most hurt position. So you're going to need more than just five. You need seven, eight, probably closer to ten if you also factor in special teams. So like Terrence Welsh, a lot of those guys, they're going to get their opportunity. But I do agree, Blake. I'm feeling a little bit better about the starters at this point. Carter, the power, Bryant. Let's go, Blake. Let's go. I'm happy you're back. AYS needs to be on. I'm happy you're doing better. You were dealing with chaos all night. And you provided the people with a great show. A spaghetti and a meatball. A spaghetti and a meatball. I'm I'm proud of you, man. Hey, I'll send you a picture. I'm I'm just going to show you my shirt, okay? Oh, sweat, baby. Drenched, drenched. I, dude, I have a little pile of sweat on my floor right here. Okay, like literally, I, I'm sweating it all out. 
it might be Jesus just telling me I needed to do this. Carter? <laughs> I'd come give you a big hug, but... Oh, no, you don't want to do that. You, I'm not going to say anything because, you know, people might think it's a horrible reference. So, anyway, thank you, my good friend. We'll talk to you probably next week or the following week. I love I love the shirt, by the way, but we'll see you next week, my man. USA, let's go. We'll talk soon, okay? All right, later, man. That's Carter, the power, Bryant. Let's do this very quickly. Um, let me talk about my good friend John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage, gmfsmortgage.com. If you're buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing a cash-out refi, the timing has never been better. Get in touch with John today. Again, 225-614-1234. Tell him Blake sent you on by. All right, let me bring Pooh Bear up for one minute. Pooh Bear. Did I scare you? Your mic's muted. Nah, sitting here enjoying some uh, some Carter the Power Bryant breaking down uh, everything LSU while wearing the Team USA official jersey. Uh, I see that you have an interesting shirt on there, sir. Um, I do. What I do. What does that say? It says the golden this boot. Is the the golden boots. Uh, interesting. And if you slip me, a, you slip me an extra five. I'll put a Y on the end for for you and ship it to you. Okay. Does it have anything on the back? <laughs> uh, not this one. Okay. I do have uh, somewhere around here. I've got that new funeral chicken shirt. That is out uh, on our website. Okay. So go to the Golden Boot Podcast. Get your shirts. And Pooh Bear, when are y'all going again? When's y'all's next show? Uh, We'll be on Sunday, and we're trying to plan something for Monday, but we will be on Sunday with a special guest. Oh, interesting. Um, It was interesting because you and Ant were up top, you know, in y'all's little thing, and Chris and Daniel were on the bottoms. Uh yeah is that because y'all needed the bigger heads on the bottom for the foundation so you and aunt could be up top i want to i want to apologize to everyone too because me and chris were on the same side um and i know we didn't balance out so everyone's screen was probably tilting that oh damn dog okay no no daniel was on the other side i mean the head you know i mean his head is balancing out. no i think you it was it was pretty even it was pretty (laughs) <laughs> all right i need to get out of here i need to get out of here all right guys go watch mike scarborough from tigerbait.com his show's coming up next we'll see you guys very soon y'all have a good night peace out girl scouts this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.